0: Super Kick It with Stephen Fans, your favorite host right here, Stephen A1181. Uh, riding solo today. Greg is off having to do a little extra work today. Got a different schedule today. So, uh, you know how that goes. Working in the airport industry, sometimes you get a little bit different schedule. So, um, I'm riding solo today. Give you all the latest and greatest here in the worlds of AW and WWE. Uh, you know, I'm a very big. Uh, music fan, or if you don't know, I'm telling you right now. So, you know, we're going to look outside the world of WWE real quick and AEW and just give you some sad news to pass along. Um, very sad to hear the passing of Taylor Hawkins, who is the drummer of Foo Fighters, um, a band I love. I listen to them way too much. I, you know, just whenever I went to go, I've seen them three times. I went to, you know, three different venues for them and seeing taylor drum just gave you that passion and gave you that energy and just you know he loved doing it uh you know just to think he started you know with touring with Alanis morse and ended up in Foo fighters like you know what kind of story do you write for that so very very tragic um found in a hotel room so don't know the cause hopefully nothing t- you know too tragic or untimely but um 50 years old, 50 years young, if you want to say, just brought an energy to the Foo Fighters that was needed. And, you know, I, I I really feel bad for Dave Grohl and kind of tying this to wrestling, you know, musicians tour together, you know, work together, room together. I mean, you know, on the road 24 seven sometimes. And then you think wrestling like wrestlers, you know, on the road, you know, these guys and girls learn to really love each other like brothers and sisters. And, you know, more than just work relationships, so really sad to hear for Dave Grohl to lose somebody like this close again, you know, and I know he's not the only musician, but to lose Kurt Cobain way back in, you know, 93, uh, I think they almost didn't lose Taylor in 2000-ish or 2001, Um, he was rushed to the hospital in Italy at the time of the tour there, or they, I think they were on a break, a short break, and almost passed away then so you know hopefully it's nothing drug related or anything like that just you know unfortunate time of death but yeah it's good. and just thinking about you know food fires are scheduled to be on the grammys on april 3rd they're in the middle of the tour right now they're coming here to indianapolis in august-ish so you just don't know like uh, just we'll give them the time the peace that they need right now and see where they go i mean that if the the band right now this is you know for all intents and purposes really you know members have been together for at least 20 some years um when you have Robbie or rami sorry Jaffe, who i think is like 10 to 15 years as the youngest member of the band you know touring wise and band wise that's that's a pretty solid lineup to have so um I, you know taylor came on right when um now of course i won't remember the name but the third album so right after the, the color and the shape um it has learn to fly on it has breakout uh, my hero on it i believe so that you know that's the big album i think that really pushed them into the rock mainstream you know people knew *Everlong* and all that but you know learn to fly really took off and all the videos they put together just really showed their humor i'm not good yet to see Studio 666. But hearing that just really showed their humor as well. So just a horrible way to start the show, I understand. And as we get into WWE news, <laughs> I wish I could say it gets much better, but you know it is kind of tragic to look at this first piece of news and see that Shad from Primetime, will be inducted um, in a way as the Ultimate Warrior, the Warrior Award winner um for his heroic actions saving his son um, from drowning pretty much and unfortunately he drowned in you know as in in light of that so or in regards to that so uh I don't know hopefully they'll get JTG out there to you know accept the war on his behalf uh, right now we're looking at the whole thing with three members you know Undertaker um uh Queen Charmelle and then Vader really like class this year i don't i think that's kind of by design with the undertaker being I mean, so big i mean let's face it the undertaker could have went on his own and now we'll have the warrior award so you know we'll look at that as well and kind of give shad his you know heroic actions that you know the award it deserves i've seen some people say this should be maybe renamed in honor of him i don't think is going to go that route um, you know if anything somebody like Last year with Titus Neo, just all that he's done inside out, or pretty much outside the ring, I think that'd be a good way to honor, you know, Titus Neil as well. But um, congrats to Shad, and then the other big piece of unfortunate. Morris, I'm just really hitting you guys hard with the the uplifting news here. But um, Triple H announces retirement from in-ring competition. Um, I believe it's Thursday, Friday uh, that came out. Uh, you got to think, you know, where's NXT if Triple H doesn't, you know, get his hands on that? Um, you know, where some guys' career? Where's Randy Orton's career? Where's Batista's career? Uh, you know, and of course, he owes his career to Mick Foley and Stone Cold and The Rock, guys like that. So, um, you know, Triple H has been a long tenured member of injury competition. And uh, it is kind of sad. I wanted to see him in. AJ Styles go at it or hit him Adam Cole when Adam Cole was still in NXT. I thought that would have been a perfect retirement match. Um, It comes to be that Triple H and over. that's pretty much Triple H's last match. And, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, what better way to go out (laughs) with somebody like that? So, um, you know, the matches with The Undertaker at WrestleMania, um, the feud with Shawn Michaels, that Survivor Series type, and, you know, getting back with DX and starting DX you know, after Sean had to retire for a few years and wasn't sure where his career was going and really step up his game, all the puns intended. Um, I mean, Triple H's career is bar none, one of the greatest. Uh, We will, I'll I'll give my last call a little tease and um, I'll give my full take on where I think he kind of belongs in the annals of greatness and all that. I think for me, I kind of look at tiers of wrestlers and, you know, where tiers go. And I kind of took that from the Bill Simmons basketball book where he kind of had five different tiers of basketball levels. And, yeah, I'll definitely give you my tier of what Triple H's career would be at. And hopefully, you know, it's that weird thing, like you almost want him to be able to come back at some point. I mean, everybody, you know, who would have thought Daniel Bryan would come back? Who would have thought Edge would come back? Paige is still out there trying to fight for her career to try to get back. I mean, you just, you never say never, but at the same time, look, I mean, I think Triple H is right at 50, maybe just at 49, you know, 50-ish. What more really could he do, you know, you know, he put over, you know, him and Batista put on a great WrestleMania match two years ago or so. So, I mean, what more is there really to do in the ring-wise and, um go spend time with the family you know raise your three girls maybe get them into the business uh you know hopefully keep doing things for NXT uh, we haven't heard much on that end um you know what 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 will he do on that end and you know who knows down the road if you know he kind of gets his hands on the main roster more and you know kind of steps up into our role like that so um all you know for me match wise I mean, him and Mick Foley, that's the few for me. I mean, I know him and The Rock had some classic matches. And just to think, I think they wrestled each other for the first time for the IC title. And who would have thought, you know, they would be at the level that they are. And, you know, because you had The Rock, you had Stone Cold right there at 1A and 1B. But then you had guys like Mick Foley and Edge. I mean, yeah, Edge came a little bit later. But Mick Foley, Triple H, Undertaker. I mean, kind of in that, you know, right there with them. And, you know, Triple H and Stone Cold, the, the unholy alliance type, and, you know, Triple H and the corporation, Triple H and Mr. McMahon stuff, Triple H and DX stuff. Uh, I mean, it just, the list, <laughs> it goes on and on. But for me, the street fight with Mick Foley, uh, I believe it was Royal Rumble 2000, uh, that just really, really played into what Triple H could do. and you know, really put him on that next level. And, you know, like I said, if you don't have Mick Foley put him over like that, you know, it might take a few more years. I mean, and they even think that Triple H, you know, he took all the fall for the curtain call, unfortunately. I mean, he was, he's going to win that, I think it was 96 uh, when Stone Cold won it, uh, the king of the ring. So that might push Stone Cold's time back or, you know, does Stone Cold get to cut the promo that starts Austin 316? It's a lot of ifs, you know, what if Triple H wins that king of the ring and then starts his career, you know, in the main event scene a little bit earlier? Uh, you know, does he does he become Ric Flair and beat Ric Flair's title ring and, you know, championship number? But uh, he, he retires with 14, you know, world title rings and countless, WrestleMania events and countless main event matches and just, you know, even his, his humor would come out from time to time. I mean, uh, the dancing with him and Stephanie on New Day, just looking like a, a dad out there trying to dance with his kids type. And, you know, and that was the biggest thing with NXT, all those NXT stars, you know, just called him Papa H and just gave him so much credit. I mean, he's definitely got a mind for it you know the the downfall will be the whole kind of mid-2000s for me um you know not pulling over booker t the stuff with goldberg and kind of that evolution end and st- start and end type stuff I, that that i never understand you know whose call was that was you know a lot of people say triple h triple h triple h but at the same time vince mcmahon could have had a hand in there trying to push him as much as he could so Um, But I think Triple H at the end of things, you know, the match with Seth Rollins, putting over Seth, um, you know, that just, you know, that did show Triple H knew what to do at the end of the day. So what a great start, (laughs) depressing start. So let's take a quick, brief commercial break to kind of bear our thoughts and get into Raw talk and kind of talk about what happened there. It'll probably be a short, truncated version as I kind of ride this out you know, by myself today and uh, just kind of, you know, enjoy the day as it is. So uh, let's do a quick commercial break for some rogue energy and then i uh, get right to roll. at some of the big highlights for Raw and then kind of get into some of the middle-tier stuff and uh, see where things, you know, we're, we're, we're a week away from WrestleMania, which is so crazy. March is uh, more handed into the WrestleMania week. So, you know, a lot of people are kind of bashing the idea that, yes, Monday night will be known as WrestleMania Raw, then they're doing WrestleMania SmackDown and all that stuff. I mean, it's just all branding. It's all, it all, it is what it is. You know, it's not a big deal. Uh, and then of course, you know, the week after we'll have the Raw after Mania. See if uh, Veer finally shows up. Uh, and, you know, he's been coming for a long time, uh, so we'll see if he finally shows up. He's scheduled to debut or kind of re on August 4th or April fourth. Who knows if this week could be August fourth. But uh, anyway, some of the big stuff. Um, yeah, there we go. So we got we got Craig. It looks like in here it couldn't be there uh duty calls i'll be back to fire you up for wrestlemania week so there we go we got greg in the chat right now kind of giving us his little hello and check in so i appreciate that greg we'll hold it down the fort for you so uh, definitely go and enjoy your duty as they say so uh the big bookings, you know part of raw were stone cold steve austin impersonation by kevin owens uh he ends up getting the crowd twice <laughs> you know, I mean, he even got me for a second there. And that second time when, you know, um, the music hits and he come, you know, he's kind of looking, looking, starts laughing. I mean, we all know Stone Cold will show up at WrestleMania night one. I- I'm hearing it'll be the main event segment. I-, I still don't think it'll be a match. I think it'll be more of a brawl with Stone Cold kind of his, you know, greatest hits, you know, maybe Owens gets a couple punches in, maybe tries to hit the, Stunner, but you know, let's just face it if Stone Cold's coming back for something, Stone Cold's getting the upper hand, Stone Cold's going out on top in Dallas, Texas to put a cap on his WrestleMania, you know, put a cap on that. And you know, I don't think he would come back, you know, to do a full out match, honestly, not even if it's listed as a you know, falls count anywhere, no DQ, all that. Like, I mean, this is just going to be a segment, and you know. Uh, The crowd will go happy with Stone Cold having his moment and, you know, really get to celebrate retirement (laughs) 19 years later in a way. So um, and then kudos to Kevin Owens for getting to score that. I mean, who would have thought Kevin Owens, you know, and Stone Cold would be doing something together at WrestleMania. So then the other end, you look at the main event. So um, we still have Seth freaking Rollins trying to get in WrestleMania this last chance. You know, last, last chance until it comes to WrestleMania, where, you know, we'll hear, um, you know, wrestling has more than one legacy or one kingdom. Uh, It sounds like Cody Rhodes is going to be allowed to use his pretty much presentation that he had in AEW, and that's really big, because that's probably what he needs to be shown as, you know. Uh, Well, I'll be curious to see, you know, I do think it'll be a quick match between Seth and Cody. You know, then maybe backlash, we'll get the fallout, you know, 20 minute barn burner. Um, and you know, kind of let maybe maybe Seth and Cody go back and forth for the summer and something happens at you know, SummerSlam or Cody ends up in money in the bank. And you know, what better way to give him a little prize than that money in the bank? So um, so Seth Rollins did defeat AJ Styles. So it will be AJ Styles and Edge, Edge came out, you know, all that. I mean, there's no doubt we were. You know we're going to get Edge and AJ Styles. I mean that just you know has to happen. I mean that's the match that they both wanted. That's the match that I think we all want to see. So um, the Mysterios also defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Um, we the big story there was of course the Miz taking off the mask and, and Maurice ending up putting in, in an Instagram post on a you know a, a dummy head and putting her wig on there. So uh, you know the the Mysterios are all. You know, it's all that's like my lock of the night, Mysterious, over Logan Paul and the Miz. I mean, there there's no bigger lock tonight, uh, you know, I think, than them going over and probably a quick match. I I don't see much action happening there, but um, you know, picking up a win over the NXT champion, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode there. So uh almost. Uh, speaking of Almost at WrestleMania, the, the rumor is it's going to be him and Lashley. Um, but Almost is still going to be in the Battle Royal. so I almost wonder if we might not get that yet. Maybe we get that WrestleMania backlash. And, you know, it's just tough because if Lashley's coming back, you know, from injury, you almost probably want to see him go over. But then Almost has been on a tear. And they're obviously building him up as, you know, the unstoppable monster. Uh, But I think him taking care of business on WrestleMania SmackDown where they're having the Battle Royal for Andre the Giant. I I just don't see, you know, maybe he tries to call it an open challenge and maybe Lashley answers that. So but um, another lock I have is almost winning that um, Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Battle Royal. Sorry, happening on WrestleMania SmackDown there Friday night. So, um, yeah, so we'll see. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Natalya got a big win over Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. And then also at SmackDown, Sasha Banks got the win. So I'm kind of I'm wondering if maybe we might just keep the titles on uh, Carmella and Zelina just to kind of you know let them keep rolling. But then at the same time, maybe Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan are kind of our dark horses. You know, pull out the upset somehow. I mean, Liv deserves something, I think, just for all the hard work she's put in and you know, having to lose your two best friends and, you know, not getting the women's title. I, I really thought this would have been a great time for her to have a women's title match, you know, against Becky Lynch and really, you know, go over Becky Lynch. But um, right now, you know, it's not in the cards. So why not give her a tag team title run with Rhea Ripley? It'd be Rhea's second title reign. But, you know, what other – what else is there really right now for Rhea to do? So. Um, I'll be curious to see which way. Right now, you know, I, I think the easy team that kind of dismiss right now is Shayna and Natalia. I just don't see them winning it. But um, I, I kind of want, you know, I've heard Shayna's been training with Ronda, and there's still something to kind of, you know, go about maybe Shayna and Ronda teaming up for a little bit here and there and kind of see what they could do together. But, um, yeah, I don't think Natalya, Shayna, Baszler, are anywhere near my favorites right now, like I said, I mean, Sasha now may feel the favorites, uh, but I want to put past to either, you know, retain the titles by Queen Carmella or Queen Selena and Carmella, you know, especially with the court. But then again, if Corey Graves and Carmella get married soon, maybe they want to take a week or two off and kind of, you know, celebrate that. So, you know, maybe that's why Rhea. So right now, I mean, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan might be my, my kind of favorite dark horse, you know, candidates. Um, speaking of Bianca and speaking of Becky, we did get Becky Lynch issuing a warning to Bianca Belair right now. The tease is that Bianca won't possibly make it for WrestleMania. I think she kind of shows up there the night of, and it will be interesting to see if maybe we do do something with the hair down the road, but, um, you know, what bigger moment than at WrestleMania, unless you do some sort of hair match down the road. But, um, you know, I, I think that's a, a few to watch as well. So uh, Finn Bauer defeated Austin Theory, kind of with the help of Pat McAfee. Uh, we, really don't have, we do not have a match right now for Finn Bauer. Um, I think you could say Finn and Damian Priest, you know, for night one or night two. I mean, it's right there. Even if you want to do a pre-show match, I mean, I guess you could do that as well. But uh, surprising right now, Finn Bauer and Damian Priest are listed on the um the battle royal card so we'll see if that is just where they're positioned and of course we got austin theory and pat mcafee which i'm still kind of wondering if um vince shows up there you know maybe tries to lay out a punch to Pat or something like that but uh, i i i can guarantee that vince will play a part in that episode. so um rk bro defeated Alpha academy you know just to kind of play that up you know we're getting all three I'm really excited to see RK Bro, Alpha Academy, Street Profits go out at WrestleMania. I think they all really want to, you know, kind of bring back that era of tag team wrestling that we really love and, you know, do a lot of favors for what like Edge and Christian, the Dudley Boys, and the Hardy Boys did back at WrestleMania, whatever, 17, I think it was, 16 ish, you know, uh, when they just had their coming out party. And I think that's what it'd be nice to see RK Bro and Alpha Academy Street Popper really play a nice homage to that and, you know, really give that some love there and, you know, just go out and put a bar and burn a match. So, on the opposite end of tag team stuff, we did have Dana Brooke and Reggie, Reggie defeat Tamina and Kiris Tozawa. Ah, it's a 24-7 title, whatever. So, And then I did bring up that AJ Styles defeated Seth Victor Rollins in his kind of last chance match, so. No, that's kind of raw in a nutshell. Let's just move right ahead. Um, kind of looking at the big stuff for NXT right now. I mean, Io Shirai and K.R.R.A.E. end up winning the Women's Dusty Classic, so we'll have them go against Toxic Attraction. I really, really loved Dakota Wendy to win the tag team titles, and who knows, maybe they still find themselves in there somehow. I just think you got a lot of interesting ways you can kind of go with them. So. Hopefully Dakota Kai and Wendy Chu get some sort of love in the Tag Team Division as we kind of move ahead. But um, I'm, it probably made the most sense to kind of give EO and Kray. I almost wonder if they will do the wand is going to turn on the other if they lose against Toxic Attraction because it just feels like Taylor made for a few to happen between them. So um, also Gunther got a big win. He's going to go against Ellen Knight. I think that's really an interesting match. To watch for Steam to because either guy could use the win there i you know and greg has brought it up and i think it's well i think la knight's destined for the the main roster after wrestlemania so why not probably just give goo through the win there and kind of you know run away la knight right out of you know out of the nxt so uh solo siko Sika or Sika, sorry uh he got a big win over roger strong uh, I'm curious to see. Like I said, I think he could be called up soon and let him kind of run with the bloodline, especially if Roman is able to overcome Brock. You have the Usos running wild. I mean, it just feels tailor-made to call up Solo and let him kind of run with them. So, uh, Tony D'Angelo got a good win. Yet again, another interesting kind of match to watch as him in um, Champa at Stand Liver. Um, We'll see which way they go. I I, I do think it's the end of Champas career, WWE, honestly. And, you know, selfishly, I want to see him and Gargano do a small run in that AEW with all the great tag teams there. But we'll see what both guys do after, you know, they're both kind of hanging out on the shelf for a little bit. So, um, you know, I, I thought it was interesting, too, Electra Lopez picked up a big win. That's somebody I think I really want to see this year. Do they go all in on Electra as a women's? You know, in the women's division, you know, give her some love. I, I think she can go. She could talk. Uh, obviously, she's a to Legato de Fantasma, so why not? So uh, she's somebody to watch for. I would definitely keep my eye on Electra Lopez uh, for more than one reason, but uh, definitely in the ring as well to kind of see what she does. So, Braun Breaker picking up a good win. We had Grayson Waller pick up some wins, and the Creed brothers. Um, you know, Grayson Waller, he's another guy. Like, you know, where are they going to go with him? After WrestleMania, after standing the Deliver, and kind of see you know where is his position. I, I do feel like he's probably go after the North American title and run with that for you know six, seven months, and then you know maybe get called up or you know get the NXT title down the road as well. But I, I'd say the next you know this next half of the year, next kind of segments of you know next few months of the year, really going to be interesting where they position Grayson uh, Waller and even somebody like Braun Breaker. Does he? I mean, I, I would say for Braun, it's got to be Dolph Ziggler or, you know, might as well call him up, honestly. Um, I still think he probably needs more time down there, really own in on his character, get himself positioned, you know, strongly. And, you know, maybe this time next year, we are talking about Braun Breaker in the WrestleMania match. Uh, I still would have loved to see Dolph Ziggler and Braun on the WrestleMania actual card. You know, I still think maybe you – Give Braun some love at WrestleMania if he wins a title, and you know, kind of give him that little moment. But we'll see what happens. So, and then the Creed brothers as well—they're coming. That I think they're going to have a coming out party at Standaliver. I, I really think it's time to change up the titles, give them the love, and kind of let them see what they can do. So, um, that is my uh, kind of NXT report. And then finally, last night we had SmackDown. That first hour, you know, was kind of a sh- couple matches. Uh, Nakamura defeated Jimmy Uso. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see Nakamura and Boogs against the Usos. You know, do you pull a title change just to kind of you know swerve people, go a different direction? But the Usos are just on another level than Nakamura and Boogs. I don't I don't see that happening, but um, I think it, you know, but you'll give Nakamura and Boogs a chance at WrestleMania and kind of see what they can do. Uh, King Woods was back. That's so good to see. Now we just need Big E back. Hopefully sooner rather than later. I still think we're some time away with him. But um, defeating Rich Holland with the greatest small package ever. So, um, you know, we'll kind of, I I still want to see Pete Dunn get some action soon. Hopefully that happens. You know, him and Kofi, him and King Woods go at it. But um, yeah, we'll kind of see where these two teams kind of fight each other for next, you know, a few months, honestly. So uh ronda rousey another eh, promo i don't it just this whole thing with charlotte just isn't working i I still think you need that somebody needs to say we're going to make this a submission match you know even if you announce it that day i i just think you know especially if you're maybe going to open with it or say you're gonna you know co-main event with you know stone cold and kevin owens is and she just kind of messed up her lines, like I'm kind of messing up talking now, but that's okay. Um, I'm just shooting from the hip, <laughs> you know. That's how it goes, and and maybe they're letting Rhonda do that because you know they just the delivery by Ronda just doesn't always work, and you know just blubbing a line here and there and it just doesn't flow. So yeah, I just think they need to add something to this feud. It just is lacking that extra push towards the towards the finish line, and hopefully, like I said, they they give us that submission stipulation because both of the women keep talking it up. So it just just makes sense to say, okay, we're going to make a submission match. uh, Ricochet got a couple losses, but in the end game, if he can overcome Umberto and Angel Garza and, you know, show that he is defending the IC title against two defenders, well, then it's even better for him. So I wasn't necessarily – worried by the loss, but, you know, it's a weird way to go about it, you know, especially since Umberto and Angel are being built up as a tag team, you know, do they kind of hurt each other in a way to, you know, cause the loss, but, and it just goes to show that right now there's not a a legit contender for um, Ricochet, so hopefully after Mania we can get him, you know, maybe he does open challenge or something like that and kind of move him up, so um, I also brought up that Sasha Banks won against Rhea Ripley. Shayna Baszler, Queen Alina and a nice potato four-way kind of build momentum there. And That's why I'm like, well, you know, are you going to have Naomi win, too? Then you're going to have them win at WrestleMania. Sometimes, you know, that opposite momentum factor. So I'll be very curious to see which route we go there. But And then Brock Lesnar just, you know, did Brock Lesnar stuff. Uh, I'm just ready for the match, you know, just to see kind of how they played up this time, so. Uh, Not much to talk about there, so uh, quick, like I said, quick truncated, you know, kind of getting my quick two cents on things and where we're going at with Raw, with SmackDown, and uh, let's do another commercial break, kind of get you some elite performance talk, and then get right into AEW, and then finally finish up with my last call, which we'll talk about Triple H, and uh, what, what tier of greatness is he at? stuff um really good match between cm punk and dax Harwood. i mean yes we know dax and cash as ftr and you know just tag team wrestling at its finest but when they can go singles routes they can really deliver and you know people brought up just that first lockup you just really could see that cm punk wanted to make dax look as good as possible and dax wanted to step up in that singles role you know i don't see anytime soon that we'll see them as singles wrestlers but you know, it was just a good little feud and just kind of saying he's not quite done with MJF. But, you know, so let's we'll still kind of see where that goes. Um, the Hardy Boys, or sorry, the Hardees and Darby Allin, Sting defeated Private Party, The Butcher and the Blade saw a big drop from Jeff Hardy to kind of get his, you know, greatest hits there. Um, Sting and Matt Hardy kind of hinting side effect and the, the Scorpion cross face or whatever that, I forget what that move is called, but that sting does. So, eh, not much there. Uh, you know, like we said before, it's got to be Darby Allen, Jeff Hardy at double or nothing. I mean, that's the biggest thing we'll kind of see, those two guys, and really give Darby Allen some momentum back, because right now, you know, just this whole plain second fiddle, the, the Hardings and sting is just not working, and he really deserves more, and hopefully we'll get back him as a singles guy soon. Um, I believe we have the Blackpool Combat Club, I think they're called. Um, you know, Brian Danielson, John Moxley. I'm still waiting for two things here because we did have Julia Hart sitting out to the side looking very downtrodden, looking very emo. So we got to her with House of Black. And then also, give me Cesaro in the Combat Club. I'm still, <laughs> I know I'm harping on this. Where are you, Cesaro? Claudio, come out from hiding. It is time for you to team up with Brian, team up with John Moxley, and you know William Regal will put you the hell over and give us Cesaro with these guys and really give some violence. So um, hopefully that happens soon. MJF did his usual schtick of you know just bashing uh, Wardlow. You know when these two guys fight, I would like to see Wardlow just squash him and, and you know move on from there and you know start his ascent into kind of a singles guy and really get going and, you know, but MJF really played it up, saying, you know, I'm just going to make you sit at home. So I'm going to assume we see Warlow show up from time to time, trying to get the match out of MJF before, you know, double or nothing and, you know, fighting for his freedom in a way. So um, Adam Cole defeated Jay Lethal. Also Jay Lethal, some of the talk about there is Jay Lethal brought up that, um, he needs to change things, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him. Adam Cole still going after Hangman Adam Page. I still believe that they'll face each other. You know, maybe battle the belts too, or some sort of dynamite between now and you know, double or nothing. I don't think we need to hold it out that long. So you know, I still think Kenny Omega is the big you know, the white whale for Adam Cole or Adam Page to really cement his legacy, you know, getting two wins over Kenny Omega would be something, but we'll kind of see where that goes. Layla Hirsch picked up a good win, and then finally, you know, I brought this up last week, like if you're going to push this Jericho appreciation society, they're going to start winning things, and you did have Daniel Garcia pick up the win there, um, you know, defeating Dark Order, and... You know, we'll just kind of move ahead with where Jericho appreciates his hiding goes. So and then finally, kind of one last thing to talk about with um AEW is the whole rampage that happened last night. You can see some of the matches there. Dustin Rhodes defeated Lance Archer. Don't ask me why Dustin Rhodes is winning in twenty twenty two. Yes, Lance Archer got the upper hand, but this is just uh yeah. I got nothing on this, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, also, um, we did see a little um, Fuego de Sol talking up that he was going for the House of Black. House of Black retreats after they kind of take him out. You saw Dark Order, Dark Order show up against them, and man, I, you know what? Part of me was like, I want, I want them to hook up together, House of Black, Dark Order, and really give the Dark Order something more. Uh, you know, I could. Greg had brought up. The dark order right now are just fluff. You know, that's, I think that's the best way to put it. There's nothing to them. They've just lost all their momentum. It just, there's just nothing there. You know, even on BTE, it's like, uh, whatever, you know, it just, it's just not working anymore. So something needs to change. Uh, Nyla Rose got a big win. She's going to go after um, Thunder Rosa. You know, some people are going back and forth on whether that's the good first feud, but... I think showing Thunder Rosa can overcome Nile Rose is probably a best start because Nile Rose is probably one of your top heels right now and you know can really sell for Thunder and really, you know, put her over the best she can. So um, Hook got a certificate of accomplishment from QT Marshall. Marshall, whatever, but nothing. I mean, Hooks of the guy too. I wanna see what did they have for him for double or nothing. You know, do you put him in a Battle royal or the Casino Royale? Do you put him in a singles match that really starts getting him up the ladder a little bit? You know, is he ready for that? So and then Ricky Starks defeated Swerve Strickland, but we did see Keith Lee come out to make the save. So I'm going to see we see Swerve and Keith Lee kind of go at Team Taz for a little bit. Uh, I, I wonder if maybe one of them might win the FTW championship. I don't see it happening, but that'd be an interesting thing to kind of go about it as well. So um that's really all i got there one last commercial break and then i'll get into my last call like i said just kind of a short and sweet episode of super kicking it kind of get your day going and uh, get you caught up on what happened and then next week it is all about wrestlemania so we're going to do nxt predictions next saturday and wrestlemania night one and probably recap wrestlemania night one on sunday and then do wrestlemania night two predictions on sunday and then maybe if there's time on Monday, I'm on spring break, so I could probably squeeze in a show on Monday to kind of recap WrestleMania Two, WrestleMania Night Two. So we will have all the time for that. We're thinking 10 a.m. because uh, NXT starts about noon on Saturday, so there's a lot of wrestling to watch that day. Um, hopefully that gives us enough time to predict both night, both shows that day. So um, definitely watch the Super Kickin with Stephen Page for all scheduling notes this week so but sean nugent is your guy for realty so let's talk to him what is up everybody it's your boy dan over at bwsports1.com and black and white sports and i'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home now's the time and i got just a person for you mr sean nugent aka rock star realtor himself 317-503-8322 put that home on the market get into your dream home with this man Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317 503 8322 And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWsports1.com sent you. All right, last call. Last call. Triple H. Where does he rank? It's hard. I mean, you know, I'm I'm just kind of spitballing off the top of my head. Like if you have your top five, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Paul Hogan, John Cena, The Undertaker, Andre the Giant, those types. You know, Rick Flair. Um, I mean, it. I, I'm going to put Triple H in that second tier of guys, like Kurt Angle, Mick Foley, probably Edge now because of what he's shown. Um, maybe even a guy like AJ Styles. You know, kind of maybe the 10 to 20 range, 10 to 25. I mean, Triple H – it's hard to argue him not being in that top 10. If you look at his overall career and what he's done, you know, for the business. I mean, his in-ring work speaks for itself. And then to think what, like I said, I mean, he, him and William Regal, I give them all the credit for NXT and the black and gold hasn't we come to know it. Now NXT 2.0 is shifted away from that. But those heydays, you know, of NXT, that was all triple H. You know, we always saw the handshake when a new champion was given. And, you know, I do think Triple H took a lot of pride in being like a dad to those, you know, wrestlers and being that big figure that they could come to for anything. So I'm saying he's second tier and it's not a slight on him. I mean, you just, it just sucks because there's just so much talent out there. You know, you look at Stone Cold Steve Austin, you look at The Rock. Like I said, they were right there with Triple H. I mean, Triple H had to play second fiddle to them for a little bit of time. And, you know, then kind of his heyday, you know, those guys were gone. So who did he have as competition? Uh, but, you know, bring up Batista, bring up Randy Orton. I mean, if they don't get hooked up with him, do they have the same type of career arc as they, you know, were? So – and then, like I said, just the the hands-on aspect he had with NXT. I mean, he's might as well been there building brick by brick with, you know, the foundation of it. So I, I love – I've really come to appreciate and enjoy his work. I mean, then the, just to think his hand in his entrances, you know, all the darn good entrances he's had for WrestleMania, just something special. So, and then, you know, for me, it's the, my, my time, my time, that theme song just really set him up for what he could be. And made a lot of sense him in China, you know, kind of coming out to that really when he was in, The game prime form that just you know i love that aspect of him but you know like i said if you want to argue him one of the greatest of all time i'm not gonna i'm probably not gonna argue with you i'm just gonna you know i'll probably agree with you and give you my own opinion and you know if you like i said it's just tough because he's like right there you know he he's just shown how much dedication he has to the business and how hard he's worked and to come from where he was you know being, you know, Hunter Hurst Helmsley, this blue blood and coming out to, you know, own to joy or whatever, you know, the song was and, you know, pig slop matches with the Godwin brothers and all that. And then having to, you know, unfortunately get buried for the curtain call and it's still kind of, you know, almost, I, you know, I think we thought he would overcome it, obviously, but, you know, he still had to work damn hard to get out of there. So, um, yeah, he's, he's one of the greatest of all times. I mean, there's no doubt about it, so. And, you know, it is is a fun conversation to have, which is what we're always here for at Super Kicking with Steven. Fun conversations. And next week is going to be a stupendous conversation. Uh, Definitely going to bring on Greg will be back. We're going to bring on Rafael Espranza, who is a betting bookie guy in Las Vegas. He wants to give us his predictions, give us his betting, hopefully his betting props for all that. Um, hopefully, get a couple other special guests or guests here and there that we can. So, um, we are, we're in for a fun week next week. Enjoy it. It'll be all WW talk next week, and then we'll get back to AW. And then we'll give AW the love for Double or Nothing since that's one of their primetime events as well. So, um, just a good time to be a wrestling fan right now. It really is. So, uh, tomorrow I will get my second time meeting Brian Danielson. I cannot wait for that. I'll uh, share some pictures up. It'd be awesome to do a video, but, you know, they don't really do that. So I'll uh, share that experience with you on next week and how that all went. So, but thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to me ramble on as I wrote solo today. Hopefully I did the show justice. And, uh, yeah, definitely just give me your own thoughts on what you expect for WrestleMania in the coming week. So enjoy it. Have a good day.